You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. My name is Laura. I'm Joni. And I'm Priscilla. And we're back, muggles. <laughs> we are back. Yes. We even took a little break recording. Yeah, yeah. one whole week, guys. One whole wow. week. <laughs> it feels like a long time, though, for some reason. Yeah. It's because we haven't really used notes. I think, oh, yeah, you know what? True. You're right. When I started writing notes, I was like, wait, we, what is this? We haven't done this in like <laughs> the last two episodes. We didn't use any notes. And yeah. then we took a week off. So that definitely feels like Phil always calls this my homework. He's like, you got homework to do this week. I'm like, <laughs> No, not it kind of does feel like homework, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like a mini book report. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Joni's worst nightmare. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate book reports too. Can't believe I'm doing this for fun. So it's probably my fault because when I was a kid, I loved to read, and my mom was like, "Oh, Joni needs to do this too." But Joni hated reading, so my mom made her do book reports to turn into my mom. I don't know how often. Every what? week during summer break. She hated it. And I felt bad for her. Oh my god! Did you feel bad? Because you called me out every time I tried I mean, to skip a chapter. Wow. I was the older sister. The truth comes out. Now she I mean, says she I do bad. enjoy telling on Joni. Wow. <laughs> oh. And being like, There's some honesty in this episode today. Writing. It was not fun. And then Sissy's like, I see you skipping that chapter. Like, <laughs> so did your did me. your mom actually read your book reports, or did, was it no more idea. like okay, as long as she turns something in, I'd probably just write like whatever. I feel like she relied on whatever Sissy told her. Mm. Wow. Laura. Oh yeah, I think I had to like quiz you, or if I didn't have to, I did anyway. Oh my gosh, Laura probably enjoyed it. She was like, okay, <laughs> <I did. laughs> my torture. Wow. During the summer. If I know my mom correctly, as I should, she probably saved some of those book reports. So you should um see what's in Joni's box. Ooh. She has a box for each of us. Well, that's sweet. That she that's saved. a really good idea. Yeah, but they were all like Nancy Drew. And they were probably all very bad because, again, I didn't read the whole book because I was not interested in Nancy Drew <laughs> at the time. <sighs> okay. So in this week's episode, we talk about Harry's worst birthday, a new friend, if you could say, of yeah. Harry's, and a dinner party that was anything but a smashing good time. We're discussing chapters one and two of Chamber of Secrets. Oh my gosh, y'all, we're in book two. We did it. A new intro. We're like pro podcasters now. <laughs> oh my <know>. god. <laughs> This is season two, guys. So if yes. you don't see a difference in our podcast, you know, then... like show like <laughs> shows that you watch on TV. Like I know I am always talking about Friends, but the first ep- the first season of Friends is not the best. It gets better. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like we yes. did a pretty good job on season one, but it's only gonna get better from here, Friends. How are we doing this week? Oh, Priscilla was supposed to go to Universal. Yeah, I was. I was supposed to go. Actually, I was supposed to be there tonight. Um, we had an Airbnb book, Airbnb booked, and the weather in Orlando was supposed to be really, really bad tonight and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we decided not to go because we were just gonna be 
pretty miserable. I don't even think if they would have opened any rides. It's supposed to be thunderstorms and things like that. So we were able to change the universal ticket. Mm-hmm. But then I was looking over the cancellation policy in the Airbnb and obviously my luck. It's non-refundable if literally you're doing it within seven days oh. from the trip. Yeah. So I basically told the host my story and she still said, no, sorry. And then I was like, oh, let me just contact Airbnb because she gave me the idea. Well, not gave it to me, but she said, unless Airbnb talks about extending circumstances because of weather, that's the only way that host will mm-hmm. refund you. And so I was like, well, let me write Airbnb. And so I contacted them, told them everything. They All they wanted was like screenshots of like weather forecasts and like the news talking about the weather. And I literally found that and I should get a refund. Yay. Yay. Nothing was, uh, nothing went to waste. I was really like ready to just say goodbye to $120 or something yeah we're getting that so that's nice but we're gonna go hopefully next week but yeah that's kind of what's new here been working a little more and um still looking for a house so how about you guys uh we kind of looked for a house and then gave up (laughs) (laughs) wow but that was kind of like not even planned yeah kurt just suddenly was just like well why don't we try and look while we're here and then we looked at the va loan and realized that we could, but it's just we don't have anything within our budget that we want right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just wait a little bit. I think that Yeah, that's what a lot be... of our friends are saying. Yeah. Right now it's a seller's market 100%. Oh, we decided to sell the ha- house that we have with tenants yeah. in right now. So we're going to try to kind of take advantage of the fact that it's seller's market and uh, do that. True. Oh, that's good. Yeah. As far as what's new, what is new with me? Okay, I'll just say what I've been up to. Yeah. I finished The Crown, finally, the show on Ooh. Netflix, because the last two seasons were slow for me. And now I'm watching The Queen's Gambit, and I'm really liking oh, it. Oh, I've heard Have really good things it? about that. I saw the first, like, 10 minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard good things. Um, so did you far, ever see so Bridgerton? Good. No, that <gasps> was – I so I was well, toss-up. I'm going to – they're both – it's on my list. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> It was a toss-up, and I thought David would like The Queen's Gambit better than Bridgerton, so I went ahead and probably started that one. But Phil actually liked Bridgerton. He didn't watch the whole thing with me, but he would watch some of it, and he seemed to be a bit interested. Yeah. Kurt did the same thing that he does with Grey's Anatomy with me, which is half-watch while he's on the computer, and then add his commentary whenever he chooses Mm -hmm. to. Oh my gosh. did that with Phil does the same thing. (laughs) It's like, listen, just are you going to watch or are you not going to watch? Because if you're going to watch, I don't I don't want the commentary and I don't want to know what you think is going to happen or, you know. Yeah. David's favorite comment, and he says this probably every episode when I was watching it. Why are these people still haven't been fired? And if I lived in Seattle, I would just move. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode he would say a comment like that. Honestly, valid points. Yeah, (laughs) really. No, for real. Oh, goodness. Okay. What to summarize, Joni? What, yeah. What are we summarizing? Last episode or last chapter? I did last chapter because, I don't know, I didn't know what to do. I made that debate. So, we Sounds last good. left off with Harry, Ron, and Hermione completed their first year at Hogwarts and have promised <laughs> to actually write each other over summer break. Oh, Does nice that happen? Promise. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, Harry is back at Privet Drive, miserable as ever, 
Just like last summer, the Dursleys are treating Harry like crap while enjoying bacon for breakfast. Because I think we talked about bacon last time. Yeah. The difference is the Dursleys are a little more jumpy after Harry's first year at Hogwarts. The argument this particular morning was about Hedwig, Harry's owl, making too much racket. And Harry says it's because she's bored being locked up in her cage all summer long. Which is definitely not good for a wild bird. Oh, I felt bad for Hedwig. And I was thinking, like, is he not able to, like, clean its droppings? But then I think some bird cages, or maybe all, I don't know, have, like, the little tray so you can pull it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this breakfast, Dudley told Harry to pass the bacon. And silly Harry replied with, you've forgotten the magic word. <laughs> The effect on this simple sentence on the rest of the family was incredible. Dudley gasped and fell out of his chair with a crash that shook the whole kitchen. Okay, that's a little bit dramatic. Yeah, like, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Mrs. Dursley gave a small scream and clapped her hands to her mouth. Mr. Dursley jumped to his feet, veins throbbing in his temples. I meant please, said Harry quickly. I didn't mean... What have I told you? Thundered his uncle. Uncle. Thundered his uncle. (laughs) Sprained spit over the table about saying the M word in our house. But I, how dare you threaten Dudley, roared Uncle Vernon, pounding the table with his fist. I just, I warned you, I will not tolerate mention of your abnormality under this roof. Harry stared at his purple-faced uncle to his pale aunt, who was trying to heave Dudley to his feet. All right. All right. Not only is Harry having a terrible summer with the Dursleys, but he hasn't heard from his best friends, Ron and Hermione, or even Hagrid, all summer. He misses the castle, most of his classes, and especially Quidditch. All of his school items are locked up in his cupboard under the stairs, so he can't even do his summer work. But today is Harry's 12th birthday. And of course, the Dursleys make no notice. In fact, today the Dursleys are hosting a dinner party with Mr. and Mrs. Mason. Mr. Mason is a potential buyer of drills. And Vernon is hoping to make the biggest deal of his career. So everything has to be perfect. That means Harry needs to be out of sight. I'll be in my room making no noise and pretending I'm not there. Harry replies when asked what he will be doing when the guests arrive. Until then, Vernon threatens Harry to stay out of Petunia's way today, so he wanders outside to a garden bench, pathetically singing, (laughs) this is so sad, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me, (laughs) which is so sad when Jim Dale says it. There, on the bench, he continues to think about how he hasn't heard anything from his friends. He wanted to use magic a few times already to unlock Hedwig, but he knew he couldn't use magic outside of school. It wasn't worth the risk. The Dursleys didn't know this, though. That's why they're so jumpy. Yeah. Harry is so miserable and lonely that he even thought he'd like to see his arch enemy, Draco Malfoy. Wow. Just to know that it all wasn't a dream, which is sad when you're like, well, I heard nothing from this world that I was a part of for a year. And then you're like, did it even happen? Like, I can't even get in touch with anyone. Yeah. And like the two people that you were closest to. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Harry. 
Suddenly, from the garden bench, Harry sees two enormous green eyes staring back at him from inside the hedges. Just as he jumps up, Dudley waddles over, and Harry sees the eyes blink and vanish. I love how (laughs) Dudley waddles over. (laughs) I know, I was like, okay. I just picture how Roxas walks or runs (laughs) but roxas is cute i mean maybe some people think dudley's cute i don't know his mama yeah there you go yeah petunia i know what day it is said dudley well done said harry so you finally (laughs) learned the days of the week sass today is your birthday sneered dudley how come you haven't gotten any cards haven't you even got friends at that freak place Better not let your mum hear you're talking about my school, said Harry coolly. Why are you staring at the hedge, he said suspiciously. I'm trying to decide what would be the best spell to set it on fire, said Harry. Dudley stumbled backwards at once, a look of panic at his fat face. On his... (laughs) A look of panic on his fat face. You can't. Dad told you not to do magic. He said he'll chuck you out of the house, and you haven't gotten anywhere else to go. You haven't gotten any friends to take you. Jiggery pokery, said Harry in a fierce voice. (laughs) Hocus pocus, squiggly wiggly. Mom, howled Dudley, tripping over his feet as he dashed toward the house. Mom, he's doing you know what. We should have definitely named our podcast like Squiggly Wiggly or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hocus pocus. Um, unfortunately, Harry paid for that sass. Petunia threw a frying pan at him. (laughs) Those are dangerous. Tangled proved it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes. She threw a frying pan at him, then made him clean the windows, wash the car, mow the lawn, trim the flower beds, prune and water roses, repaint the garden bench. All the while, Harry thought, was Dudley right? Did he really have any friends at Hogwarts? Hmm. Wish they could see famous Harry Potter now, he thought savagely. And this comment of his, he's just obviously the famous Harry Potter, but he never thinks of himself as someone special. I just noticed that it's a it's a common theme of Harry to just not be a fan of being famous and well-known for all this stuff. But Yeah, like he resents it. Yeah, he yeah. resents it. So that comment, wish they they could see the famous Harry Potter now, just reminded me of it. Because obviously they're like, no one knows what he actually has to deal with in in the summer. Like he's not treated special there. Um, And a lot of people at Hogwarts probably doesn't ever realize how he has it with the Dursleys. That's crazy. It's like two completely different worlds. Mm -hmm. At half past seven, Petuna called him in, making him walk on newspaper His dinner was two slices of bread and a lump of cheese. What? Oh my gosh. These people. I don't even know. Honestly, though, sometimes that's all my toddler will eat. (laughs) Harry's not a toddler. He's 12. (laughs) And this is like his birthday dinner, too. Oh, yeah. And I used to wonder, I was just like, do the Dursleys even know his birthday? But obviously, Dudley was just making fun of him about it. Yeah. So they just ignore his birthday. So they consciously like make an effort to not do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm honestly surprised that Dudley even remembers it then. Yeah. But I feel like Dudley probably pays attention more to Harry than Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon know. Yeah. 
But the Dursleys and the Masons, they were having sizzling roast pork and Mm. pudding. The pudding was described as a huge mound of whipped cream and sugared violets. Couldn't give, couldn't give Harry a sliver. I know. Harry was rushed to eat his bread and lump of cheese and sent upstairs to pretend that he didn't exist. Remember, boy, one sound, said Uncle Vernon. Harry tiptoed inside his room, closed the door, and went to collapse on his bed. The trouble was there was already somebody sitting on it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was already someone sitting on his bed. It's crazy. Harry managed not to shout, which I found incredibly surprising when we read the description of the creature that was yeah. sitting on Harry's bed, because I definitely would have shouted. This creature had large bat-like ears and bulging green eyes the size of tennis balls. Instantly, Harry knew that this was what had been watching him. Harry could hear Dudley downstairs welcoming all the guests, or the two guests. The creature slipped off the bed and bowed. Harry noticed that it was wearing what looked like a pillowcase with rips for arms and leg holes. Harry nervously says, hello. Harry Potter, said the creature in a high-pitched voice. Harry was, sh- was sure would carry downstairs. So long has Dobby wanted to meet you, sir. Such an honor it is. So we meet Dobby. Dobby. Yay. Welcome in. Welcome in. <laughs> Thank you, said Harry, who wanted to ask the creature what it was, but thought that would be rude. So instead he asked, who are you? Dobby, sir. Just Dobby the house elf. Hmm. Harry seems to be very concerned about having a guest in his room and tells Dobby this isn't the best time. Dobby seemed sad by the comment and Harry reassured him that it wasn't because he wasn't pleased, but he was just confused as to why he was there. Dobby didn't know where to begin. Harry tells him to sit down. (laughs) Then the elf burst into tears, very noisy tears. Sit down, he willed. Never, never, ever. Harry apologizes if he offended Dobby, but Dobby clarifies that the tears are because Dobby has never been asked to sit down by a wizard like an equal. Which kind of makes you think, like, what? You never asked to been sit down? Yeah. Crazy. Harry tried to shush Dobby and be comforting all at the same time while finally getting Dobby to control himself. And he sat there with his great eyes fixed on Harry in expression of watery adoration, which I thought was cute. I just pictured, like, yeah. these big eyes just, like, staring at Harry, like, you're so awesome, you know? Oh. Yeah, like those memes of, like, find a man now look at you like dobby looks at harry looks at harry yes exactly <laughs> harry tells dobby he can't have met many decent wizards and in that moment dobby gets up <laughs> and starts banging his head against the wall which makes hedwig uh harry's owl screech really loudly or wake up because at this point hedwig is sleeping the whole time which just creates this like utter chaos in the room Harry is so confused as to why Dobby's banging his head against the wall (laughs) and asked him, what are you doing? Uh, And Dobby explains to him that he almost spoke badly about the wizard family he serves, so he was punishing himself. Harry asked if the family knew Dobby was there, and Dobby said no, and that he would punish himself later by shutting his ears in the oven door. I was like, what is going, like, what? I really, like, at this point, I'm, like, interested to know, like, what is Dobby's story because Mm -hmm. there's obviously a lot there. Oh, my God. Harry Potter, the perspective of Dobby. 
Yeah. That'd be. Oh, I would love that. Pretty intense, actually. Plus, yeah. as we learn later, like, I just want to know where he is and what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Harry asks, wouldn't they notice that? Dobby says, no, they pretty much barely notice anything. And if anything, they remind him to give himself more punishments. Mm. But why don't you leave? Why don't you escape? Asks Harry. A house help. A house, <laughs> a house elf must be set free, sir, and the family will never set Dobby free. Dobby will serve the family until he dies, sir. And Harry thinks, or I guess says, I thought I had it bad staying here for another four weeks, which it does kind of put things into perspective. I mean, they both have a pretty bad life, it sounds like, but Dobby's gone through some stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, but Harry also, like, don't diminish your stuff because someone's going through worse. Oh my gosh. Yes. I 100% agree with that because yes. yeah. I've said that a lot the past week. It's like just because someone else is grieving for something or going through something, you feel like you can't because mm-hmm. they're going through something worse. It's just like, no, mm-hmm. your own problems are worth or valid, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Harry thought this made the Dursleys actually sound almost human and asked if anyone or he could help, which caused Dobby mm. to break down once again, <laughs> making Harry and me a bit anxious. The whole time I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, they're going to hear him. Like he's like talking so loud. He's banging his head against the wall. Yeah, like, like Harry's like, bro, calm down. Yeah. Like you just kind of want to be like, can you relax? Like I wanted Harry to be like, hey man, like these people down there, they treat me really, really badly. You know where I'm coming from, dude. So can you please just like stop being loud please like come on (laughs) these people are gonna burn my ears exactly where was i harry potter asks if he can help dobby dobby has heard of your greatness sir but of your goodness of your goodness dobby never knew harry tries to tell dobby that everything he's heard is pretty much rubbish and that he's not even top of his year hogwarts which made him think of Hermione, who was, Mm. and that was painful, which was sad. Harry Potter, humble and modest, said Dobby, and brings up good old he who must not be named. I guess Dobby's asking him, like, so is it true, the tales that I've heard about how you met him again? And Harry Mm -hmm. says, Voldemort? And Dobby claps his hands over his bad ears and moans. Harry quickly apologizes, (laughs) and he thinks about those who hate saying the name, which then reminds him of Ron, and then again, the painful feeling of not hearing from his friends. Sad Harry. I know. I know. Dobby tells Harry about what he's heard, about Harry meeting the Dark Lord for the second time and managed to escape again, and Harry confirms. Dobby says, Harry Potter is valiant and bold. He has braved so many dangers already, but Dobby has come to protect Harry Potter, to warn him, Even if he does have to shut his ears in the oven door later, Harry Potter must not go back to Hogwarts. What? I know. That's what I would say to him. Plot twist, if I do say so myself. Mm -hmm. Dobby was really adamant that Harry does not return. He says there's a a plot to make terrible things happen at Hogwarts. Harry Potter must not put himself in danger and must not go to Hogwarts this year. He is too important. Harry asks immediately what terrible things and who's plotting them. But of course, Dobby only responds with his usual response of banging his head against the wall. All right, you can't tell me, says Harry. I get it. But why are you warning me? 
Then he asks, does this have anything to do with he who must not be named? Dobby kind of subtly tells him it doesn't. And when this confuses Harry even more, who could he be talking about? Mm-hmm. Voldemort doesn't have a brother, does he? <laughs> God. <laughs> Harry asks Dobby if he knows Dumbledore and Dobby bows his head. Albus Dumbledore is the greatest headmaster Hogwarts has ever had. Dobby knows it, sir. Dobby has heard Dumbledore's powers rival those of he who must not be named at the height of his strength. But sir, Dobby's voice dropped to an urgent whisper, there are powers Dumbledore doesn't. Power no decent wizard. And before Harry could stop him, Dobby bounded off the bed, seized Harry's death slam, and started beating <laughs> himself around the head with ear-splitting yelps. Which this is it. This is pretty much where freaking Uncle Vernon is like, well, that's it. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, if this freaking elf doesn't stop. <laughs> A sudden silence fell downstairs, and two seconds later, Harry, heart thudding madly, heard Uncle Vernon call- coming into the hall, calling, Dudley must have left this television on again, that little tyke. <laughs> little tyke. <laughs> and that's that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I remember the anxiety of reading. That yeah, you're just yeah. like, oh my gosh. Dobby is just utter chaotic energy, and that's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. He really is. He really is. Like, your part is like all chaos. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, oh, I got, the, I got the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, Harry shoves Dobby into his wardrobe. Uncle Vernon barges in, fuming over the fact that Harry interrupted his joke and threatens his life if he interrupts him again. Shaking, Harry pulls Dobby out of the wardrobe, stating that that is exactly why he needed to go back to Hogwarts, where he had friends. Well, I think I have friends. And then Dobby takes his opportunity to point out that his friends don't even write to him. Wow. <laughs> Low blow, man. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Harry replies, how do you know my friends haven't been writing to me? And Dobby guiltily goes ahead and pulls out a thick bundle of letters with Ron and Hermione's handwriting on them. Wow. Yeah, how sad. You wanted to make him feel like, like he, he wasn't was friendless. Yeah. Yeah. And Dobby begged Harry not to be mad at him, but Harry did not hear him. He only made a grab for the letters. Dobby stated that he will only give Harry his letters if he agrees not to go to Hogwarts that year. And obviously Harry does not agree. With a sad look on his face, Dobby says Mm. that he is left with no choice. (gasps) And he proceeds to sprint out of Harry's room and down the stairs towards Harry's aunt and uncle. What the heck? I can't deal with this. (laughs) (laughs) Harry quietly meets Dobby in the kitchen and finds Dobby has Aunt Petunia's pudding floating in the air. And Dobby gives Harry one last chance to not go to Hogwarts, and Harry doesn't agree. Mm. So with a heavy heart, Dobby drops the pudding, and it crashes to the ground, and Dobby vanished. Oh, Dobby. Oh my gosh. This is like the worst possible, like, (laughs) scenario. Like, this, like... (laughs) Oh my gosh, it is. And Harry, being the Gryffindor that he is, just can't simply lie and be like, sure, I won't I know. go to Hogwarts. Exactly. Just be like, yeah, man, whatever you want. Like, <laughs> hey, come on, Harry. You were, you, you were going between Slytherin and, and Gryffindor. You could exactly. Use your Slytherin side right now. Come on. 
The group in the dining room scream at the crash and rush into the kitchen. Vernon, embarrassed, quickly explains that Harry's very disturbed, which is why they kept him upstairs. It looks as though that with the pudding fiasco that night was still saved. Uncle Vernon and his guests settled down and enjoyed some ice cream. But (laughs) then Uh a barn owl came swooping into the room. Mrs. Mason went ballistic and ran in, ran out of the room. Mr. Mason explained that she was deathly afraid of birds and proceeded to question whether this was kind of some kind of sick joke, and they promptly left. Ooh. She probably watched the movie Birds. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like they made me watch that like four times in middle school. Really? I think I watched it in high school. The barn owl left a letter after scaring Mrs. Mason, and enraged, Vernon told Harry to read his letter. Read the letter. This is where they find out. Dear Mr. Potter, we have received intelligence that a hover charm was used at your place of residence this evening at 12 minutes past nine. As you know, underage wizards are not permitted to perform spells outside of school, and further spell work on your part may lead to expulsion from said school. Decree of the Reasonable Restriction of Underage Sorcery, 1875, paragraph C. We would also ask you to remember that any magical activity which risks notice by members of the non-magical community, muggles, is a serious offense under the Section 13 of the International Confederation of Warlocks Statute of Secrecy. Enjoy your holidays. Yours sincerely, Mafelda Hopkirk. Improper use of magic office, Ministry of Magic. Wow. This is definitely the worst possible scenario that could happen to Harry right now. Mm, yeah hmm. and he's and in this moment i was frustrated with dobby because i'm like dude you ruined the dinner so now they're pissed at harry and you use magic and basically frame harry for using magic Mm -hmm. i don't know after you like adore him and admire him and give him compliments (laughs) exactly i know a lot of people think dobby is just annoying and i kind of get it i get it too but Love Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the movie Dobby makes him more palatable. Better, yeah. I can see that because right now he's a little annoying to me. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> yeah, I can see maybe meeting him like in the movie changes that. Yeah. Anyway, the jig was up. Vernon now knew that Harry could not do magic, so now Harry was locked in his room with bars on his windows, and Harry could not do anything. Vernon was determined to keep Harry away from Hogwarts. Harry had a cat flap on his bedroom door for meals to be slipped in, and he only he was only let out of his room twice a day for bathroom breaks. Oh my gosh. Honestly, this is like... My what? bladder would not hold up. <laughs> no. Like, really, really bad. It is. It's like jail. At least in jail, they have their own toilets in their cells. That's true. And, I mean... According to an orange, new, black, you, you have free time yeah. in the courtyard. No, you yeah. get to go outside. <laughs> yes. Breathe fresh air. According to orange is the new black, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know what jail's like. This if you didn't true. notice, I've never been. <laughs> if you can she believe it, I've never over been in jail. a speedy ticket. <laughs> okay. It had been three days stuck in his room and Harry was hopeless. He couldn't magic himself out of this situation or else he would be expelled. 
Mm-hmm. And he lost all of the leverage he had against the Dursleys now that they knew that he couldn't just turn them into fruit bats. <laughs> Is that from the book? Yeah. Mm. Dobby made it, may have saved him from horrors at Hogwarts, but at this rate, he <laughs> would probably die of starvation. Yeah. For real. Petunia slipped a cold bowl of canned soup through his cat flap, and he eats half of it in one gulp. His stomach is aching from hunger, and he gives Hedwig his his vegetables. And she isn't very happy about this, which I get it. (laughs) I mean, they're just mush. They're mush, and the owl's like, I don't eat vegetables. (laughs) That's really sweet of Harry, though. He's like, this is all you get. You gotta suck it up, basically Mm -hmm. what he told her. Harry sat on his bed, hungrier than before, wondering what would happen if he doesn't show up at Hogwarts. And he eventually falls asleep and dreams that he is an attraction at a zoo, labeled as Mm -hmm. an underage wizard. Dobby is on the other side of his cage, rattling his bars, chanting, Harry Potter is safe there, sir! And Harry is shooing him away. But when he wakes up to actual rattling of the bars on his windows, he looks over and finds his best friend, Ron Weasley, staring at him outside his window. My boy, Ron. He's back. Yay. Yay. That was a good one. What a good two chapters. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good way to start the second book. So Yeah. How, How are you feeling when you read them? Well, once I knew that they didn't actually forget about him because he had the letters, mm-hmm. Dobby had them, I was relieved for him because, you know, I felt bad. I was like, what actually happened, you know? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. why are But they... I kind of did know, like, something was going, something, something was, was going on. Yeah, because they, you know, they were going to write him. But honestly, that whole time it was, like, chaos. Like, you're just like, oh, my gosh, could this get any worse for Harry? It's crazy. But I was a good two chapters. Yeah. yeah. What were your first thoughts on Dobby? Well, he was described as big eyes and bad ears. So I was like, who is this character creature sitting on his bed? And like Joni said, um, some people think he's annoying. Honestly, I got that because the moments where he just would burst into headbanging and just not listening to Harry. Yeah, for no reason. Harry doesn't even know where this thing has come from. Yeah. Honestly, Harry... For a 12-year-old, I would have been like, okay, hold on. Let, let's go back to the beginning. Where are you from? Who are you? Like, yeah. what? Like, why are you? You know, more How of that you know is me? what I... Yeah. That's what I would have focused on. But it kind of... I mean, obviously, for the sake of, like, the storyline. But still, I would have been like, okay, hold on. I would have been there with him for hours, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was just very chaotic, I would say. Yeah. For sure. So the first chapter ends up with him sitting on someone... Who did you think was in his bed? Did you have any idea? Yeah, I thought it was Dumbledore. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh. I think I thought it was going to be Ron. Like, I somehow, like, Ron came. Oh, like his best friend? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I did think it was Dumbledore because I remember reading. I actually remember that because I remember reading it and, like, someone was sitting there and it was kind of like, ooh, Dumbledore is here to, like, rescue Harry early or something yeah. like that and take him to school or something. But no, it was it was Dobby. <laughs> that would be something Dumbledore would do, though. Just show yeah. up in his bedroom. I can see that happening. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, okay, he can be invisible, you know, and just go into his bedroom. So it's a new creature that we've, we're meeting in this book. Dobby the house elf. Yeah. We meet a lot of new characters. Yeah. We do. Ew, nice. I'm excited. I mean, I'm, we, need, we meet some 
creatures. I'm trying to think of character-wise. Yeah, maybe one. Yeah, one character, but like <laughs> lots of oh, little no. creatures. And yeah, and we get oh two. You you got into this part, which I guess I'll ask. So how far are you in Chamber Secrets? I'm still in the same spot of um, when he meets the uh, Gilderoy or talks to him. Not meets him because he meets him in Diagon. But when he um, talks to him at Hogwarts. Yes. Which I still think was a really weird conversation. But yeah. (laughs) Does he have something to do with what's going on at Hogwarts? We can't Mm. answer these questions. But it's a good question. (laughs) Yes. It's a good thought. Mm. Keep him in your mind. I'll keep him on the back burner there. That was my question. Oh, so was there any point at this part where you kind of felt hopeless like Harry? Like, how is he going to get back to Hogwarts? Like, is this going to... Yeah, they barred him up. Yeah. His owl's barred up. He can't use magic or else he's going to be expelled. First of all, I felt really bad for his owl. Like, maybe it's mm-hmm. my love for animals, but I felt really bad. It's like, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. But I feel like I did. I was like, oh my gosh, he's not going to get back. But I also knew that they would notice that if he didn't go back so something you know if it wasn't like hagrid showing up or oh yeah you know because they would come for him unless something like tragic happened you know with everyone but like (laughs) yeah you're worried but at the same time you're like oh they're not gonna like leave him behind there's so much more book yeah exactly (laughs) something has to happen like there's a lot of pages (laughs) i'm sure he goes back to hogwarts Um, since we first started the book, what do you think this chamber of secrets is? Ooh, that's a good question. I think that it has something to do with whoever this character or person that has a plot, a tragic or evil plot against Hogwarts. Yeah, that Dobby's talking about. That Dobby's talking about, yeah. I think it has to do with that because I don't know... I mean, I would hate for it to be someone that we've already met, but I feel like they did that to us in the first book, so I don't know if they would do that again, but I don't know if it's like connected. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Mm, I do like the way your brain is going, though. Yeah. Who do you think Dobby is connected to? I thought it was uh, the Malfoys. Mm. Okay. You're not telling me. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm like trying to read like clues. I like it the way you're thinking. Because they're, you know, evil. It's. I think it's interesting. Like their story, though. I, is it? I mean, I don't know if they talk about it anymore in the book about like the house elves. Um, but I'm assuming some of them do get set free, right? Yeah. So that means like their home is like their family are like good wizards. I don't know. I don't know how much I can answer. Yeah, I don't oh, know okay. either. Like, it's not spoiling, but like you learn yeah. more. So we do do learn learn more. more Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. As long as, yeah, as long as I learn more because I have a lot of questions about them. Yeah. Because I I find it interesting. I find his, this creature, the story behind them interesting and kind of want to know more about them. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that information is thrown at you in a few pages and you're like, okay. Yeah. That's why I would have stopped him and been like, so who are you? Who Mm -hmm. are you all? Like as like a whole... You know, didn't know you yeah, guys I, existed. I need a history of of you. Yeah. Yeah. But what does it mean to be a house elf? Yeah, pretty much. Because I've yeah. never heard of you. Although there, I'm sure Harry Potter learns a bunch of new things. So he's only been there for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought of another character we meet 
I can't say their name, but oh, I thought of one. I was like, in this chapter? No. I thought you were going to say Mr. and Mrs. Mason. <laughs> I mean, we do meet them. I mean, we did, but I'm like, uh, Mrs. Mason is afraid of birds. Definitely. She is. And apparently, a Mr. Mason wants drills. So there's that. But not from Vernon. He got them elsewhere. <laughs> not from Vernon. No, um, what was it that he was trying to get? A holiday house in Morjaka? Oh, yeah. Mallorca. 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 Sorry. I always read it like that. Oh, but what I was going to say, since you have gotten up to Hogwarts and his, like, first class with Gildroy. Gildroy. Mm-hmm. So we, we do meet him. He's a new character. Oh, yeah. And then I met, I think I told you guys, I met Draco's, or I met, we met <laughs> in Diagon Alley, Draco's dad. Oh, yeah. And uh, we meet Ron's dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. We do meet a lot of characters this book. Wow. I feel like, I mean, I just, this is why I reread this the books, people, so many times. Because I Phil. just read this. <laughs> I just read this last year. And I'm like, what What happened? I mean, I, I know, like, the big stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, we do. There's lots of good characters in this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Oh, my God. I thought of another one. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We get it, guys. We meet a lot of new characters. <laughs> they just keep coming. <laughs> Do we meet? Okay, you guys can tell me this, right? We do we meet more Ravenclaws? No, or any? No, I don't think so. We meet some oh. Hufflepuffs, though. Yes, we meet who? Isn't Gilderoy Ravenclaw? Oh yeah, he is. Does he? Count? Oh, is he? He's a professor. I mean, but technically, he was a Ravenclaw. Mm, okay. Student wise, no. no. Do we ever? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. They they do like go beyond the three. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just making they sure. They do exist. They're there. Well, actually, we do meet one. I just thought of one, but we don't really meet that person. We meet them, but don't. <laughs> kind of. Great, Jody. Thank you for that. <laughs> we meet them, but we don't. <laughs> I have a question for Joni. Yeah. What are you excited for, Priscilla? If you can say without spoiling for Priscilla to get to for a chamber, um, there's a couple. Okay, there's one that I'm excited her to, for her to get to, but we're not going to be able to explain it to her until the sixth book, so it's like useless. What? Um, gosh, I hate when you guys say things like that, and it's like I I can't read them yet, and like I'm like I want to um, know now. I'm excited for that part. Also. So I specifically remember the first time I read the second book that there was one part, and I know that Ron was part of it, that I, like, when I finished, I found it so funny that, like, when I finished the book, I just purposely reread that part. I don't remember what that is. Are you sure it's Chamber? Yes, I'm sure it's Chamber because I remember saying I really like Chamber because I really liked that specific part. And everyone's just like, you liked Chamber? That one's like the worst one. <laughs> and it's just like, well, I like that part. Well, so far, it's off to a good start to me. Yeah. yeah. I, think I it, mean, I'm on like the is. seventh chapter. I think when I first finished Chamber of Secrets, that's when, I think Chamber is when I actually started like, okay, I want to read the next one. Like yeah. I really yeah. do. So I think that's why I was just like, what? People don't like Chamber? But I understand the ranking wise. Yeah. 
I understand now reading them all. Yeah. So was that your answer? Is that's what you're excited for? Yeah. Like I can't for say a Ron it. moment. I like it. I yeah, like there's it. There's a good Ron moment that oh, yeah. I think you'll really Ron like. Ron has yeah. Yes. Ron this is a good book for Ron. Kind of. Yeah. Not if you ask Ron, but um <laughs> <laughs> not what I've read of Ron so far. <laughs> but we'll see. I'm excited for the rule breaking in this mm. book. Mm-hmm. Say one word that not really describes this book, but that's oh. a theme of this book journey for her to stew on. <laughs> You just want to torture her. I do. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm like over here like, mm, they said this, they said this, they said this. I'm going to know the ending. Voices. Ooh. Voices. I like, I like that. That's way better than what I was thinking. Ooh, so is the chamber like full of voices that tell you secrets? Hmm. That's a that's good a thought. Good thought. <laughs> <laughs> Our comment is going to be like, that's a good thought. That's going to be the theme of this. That's a good thought. I like where your mind's headed. Laura <laughs> loves to say that to me. <laughs> uh, my word. Jane Joni. <laughs> um, polyjuice. Oh, I was thinking that one too. Polyjuice. Mm, not me over here trying to Google polyjuice. <laughs> Don't. Don't no, do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> interesting okay voices and polyjuice i feel like on the last episode of this uh season i'll be like i know what you're talking about now it all makes sense i hope it'll come sooner than that yeah a oh. lot sooner okay yeah i think you're you're pretty close to one of them nice yeah you're like yeah you're almost there i think the next chapter i don't know how i feel about this whole like reading as i go um <laughs> because uh, uh, i'm not loving it Cassie yeah, and I got really cryptic this episode. I know, you yeah. really like, did. You really did. Yeah. Well, do it however you want. If you want more gas. No, no, I, I, I think too. that it's, it's. I think <laughs> that we should try it like this, at least for the second book and see how it goes because yeah. I think the whole thing of is the fact that I'm new to reading these books and I kind of want it to feel fresh for the listeners as well. Kind of yeah. how fresh it is to me. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see how, um, if you're listening and you like it better like that, let us know. And if you don't like it, let us yeah. know, I guess. I didn't really have any special notes. Yeah. Did you have anything cool to say, Joni, for Priscilla? I would say look forward to a fun recap of the series, every first chapter of every book. Oh, yeah. I know. So I, I got chapter one and I'm like, we already know all this. Yeah, that's why I gave you the whole chapter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. We don't really have a most valuable wizard. This. Yeah, I was chapters. just going to say that. I was like, I don't think there was a most valuable wizard. No, it's Ron. But, but not in this. We don't know why, though. At the very end. We but he shows up. At the window. His best friend, Ron Weasley, staring at him outside his window. Like, why is he staring at him? Like, is he actually being a good <laughs> wizard or is he just like, being creeped? <laughs> And where has he been all this time? Why did it take I, him? I would like to have it note that I actually tried to give Ron an MVW and I was denied it <laughs> because I probably will not be giving him an MVW very often. This is true. Oh, no. 
Okay. We took it away Everyone, from let's pay attention to when Joni picks Ron <laughs> as MBW. Just, just because Ron shows up, he's <laughs> Joni's MBW. Honestly, though, the standard's really low right now. He really is. <laughs> Poor Ron. Oh, my gosh. Oh, by the way, we uh, got Laura's TikTok about... <laughs> Um, Ron's ex was it his extra? No, his Uh, stuntman, stunt Stunt double, stunt double, and that person was definitely a full blown adult (laughs) playing a ten year old boy on the chest uh, scene or in the chest scene. I mean, it makes sense. You probably shouldn't be putting minors in that situation. Yeah, that's just funny because the the person that made the TikTok, yeah, their reaction was hilarious. I pause it at like the perfect time. Yeah. She's like, who the or like what Weasley (laughs) is that? What in the Weasley? That's good. Do we have a Oh, most magical moment. Yeah, do we have a most magical moment? Dare we say when uh Dobby spilled the pudding? (laughs) It's the most magic we really see. Yeah, that's literally like the only magic I think. It was um pretty stressful yeah like yeah not the best magic i mean it's cool that he was like levitating or whatever but oh and then we got well i guess it's i don't know if that's magic we got a letter but Mm -hmm. the contents of that letter were not very magical yeah Mm -mm. so there's one thing you learn about toppy is he can do magic he can Mm -hmm. hover the pudding and he can vanish and yeah, it also kind of shows that the way the wizards track magic is by location oh. compared to oh, by, person. by person. Yes, I was confused. Again, I realize that I've read the series dozens of times, but I <laughs> I will still have questions um, and still not remember things. But yeah, that's what I was like, okay, so he didn't perform the magic. Why is he getting in trouble for this? Because, yeah. like, I mean, I guess they know that no adult witch or wizard lives there. Yeah. Because, like, at Ron's house, you're not going to see owls being sent there when Molly and, and Arthur are doing magic at their house. So I guess because Harry doesn't have it, they know that Harry is the only wizard there. That's why oh. it was like. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with, it probably has more to do with proximity to muggles as well. That's that true. Yeah. Because, yeah, the Dursleys know, but Mr. And Mi- Mr. and Mrs. Mason, you yeah. know, doesn't know like, at all. He's do- like, magic is being done in front of- in a muggle neighborhood, which is really dangerous. Mm-hmm. True. Compared to, like, the Weasleys, they're outside yeah. of a little village. They don't really explain it in this book, but I don't think it's that much of a spoiler. But there are little wizarding families mm-hmm. within their area, mm. too. That makes sense. Yeah, I think yeah. those are all pretty valid points as to why they knew. It was really quick. They, like, sent in that owl, but... Yeah. Yeah, that was the magic moment of these two chapters. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ron sad. gets the MVW from Jody, and the magical <laughs> moment is, like, what ruins Harry. <laughs> oh, man. Good Welcome stuff. Welcome to Chamber of Secrets. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm excited to dig in. All right, so that brings us to the end of this episode. We're back with Chamber. It's super exciting. Mm-hmm. And we are looking forward to doing this again for this second book. 
Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, as always, if you'd like to stay connected with us outside of this podcast, which we would really, really love it if you do, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unveiling the Magic. And you can find us on our Twitter as well at Unveiling Magic. And if you guys do follow us on Instagram, you probably saw that we did our first giveaway. We did. Yeah. Yay. So Laura, do you want to talk about who won? Yes, congrats to Chris. Um, send me your address. You probably have at this point. Um, he and already you... has it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he probably, yeah, he probably already, already has, has the book at this point when he listens. But shout out to Chris uh, for entering and winning. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it. It's a very cool Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. Yes. I think that – do they, they have one for each book, right? So right now I have them all right next to me because they're my You favorite. have all of them? Uh, just what has come out, which so well, far, all the ones that are- yeah, so far they got through Goblet of Fire, so the fourth book. Mm-hmm. But they are making all of them. Mm-hmm. It just takes. Oh, I bet a, there's a like a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah, because it's only one artist who's doing mm-hmm. all of the illustrations. Oh, so okay, and five. Wow. I mean, Goblet was pretty pretty big book, but mm-hmm. I think five is the biggest too. Yeah, that's really cool. Can I see the uh, chamber one? Yes. I do have to show you Dobby. Oh, I feel like Dobby's creepy in this one. Okay, so here's Dobby. Actually, it's kind of cute. It's like a... Oh, okay. Look. Yeah, yeah he is kind of cute. I mean, that nose, but... I he mean... looks really sad. He does, but let me show you this. Okay, so he has not agreed, or Harry has not agreed to not go to Hogwarts. So Dobby's like, okay. Well, fine. Sorry, but I gotta do this. Do you see his little tush? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Him running down the stairs and you okay. just see his little butt. <laughs> well, that's funny. That should definitely be a PG thirteen book. Listen, but yeah. Here's here's the. <gasps> oh, it's the car! <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh! Okay, I have to buy myself one. Yeah, so once again, thank you everyone that entered the giveaway. Uh, yes. It was super fun to be able to give back to our listeners, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're excited to maybe even do more. Yeah. yeah. Joni mentioned that she would like to find like maybe like a small business, an Etsy shop that does like, you know, Harry Potter themed items that we can do future giveaways with so we can yeah and i wanted to like like smaller items to where we can make it more eligible to international Mm -hmm. because the only issue with like the illustrated version is it's it's so big to where international shipping shipping is a little overwhelming yeah definitely because i know we have a lot of people that listen outside of the u.s um, which is crazy thank you thank you thank you and uh, yeah, it's definitely important that you guys all feel like we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a really good idea, Joni. Um, but I think that brings us to the end. So until next time. Mischief managed. Bye. 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 Oh, I didn't notice, but now oh, okay. I'll know to look in your background. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes me lose my train of thought when Joni decides to just like, sit out. <laughs> These are not my decisions. <laughs> Shut up.
Jody, why do you keep doing this to us? Are we not having a good time here? Yeah. All right, so that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're both like, yep, we're ready. <laughs> nice sniffle. <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh, God. Laura's look. <laughs> that look, I saw it. <laughs> do you have tissues or a sleeve? Oh, Laura. <laughs>